I'm Sophie. He's Mike. Welcome to our little corner of the podcasting universe. Hopefully, you like the sound of our voices and you want to stick around for the show. Not that it stays in one place for long. I mean, after all, we are on the road with Mickey. So hop in the car and buckle up your skate belts because we've got an awesome adventure this week. Now, a brief rundown before we get moving. First up, our roundtable talk where we'll discuss the main topic for this week followed by some Disney trivia ranging from Disney history to a random Disney character of the day. Well, that's just about it. Everybody ready? Let's get this show on the road. All right, people. Thanks for joining us. And in this segment, we're going to talk about why we're starting on the road with Mickey. It's an interesting topic for me anyway, and I don't know about you, but uh, hopefully it'll be interesting for you as well. So without further ado, here's Sophie with our first question. So, Mike, tell me, why did you want to start a podcast anyway? What made you decide? Well, Sophie, it's a it, it all comes back to in some ways it starts at the beginning, which was with our which was with our website My Dreams of Disney. You know, I started that as a way of documenting the memories we had of trips to Disney as a family and it just kind of took off from there. And so as I became a travel agent, I helped my clients out and everything like that. And a few of them have actually reached out to me and said, Hey, I think you should have a podcast. I think it would be really neat. Um, and if you had a podcast, I'd listen to it. So we just decided we would, we would take a plunge and just start a podcast. It's not anything crazy. Um, it's not super expensive. It's just, it's just a new thing, you know, just to see where it leads us, you know, and right now the only people listening are you and I. So, um, so, you know, it might be fun. It might be not worth it in the end, but we're going to just see where it goes, you know? So it's a fun little, um, it's just a fun little thing to do. Yeah, an adventure of its own. And just to see how it can perhaps help some of the some of my clients or even non-clients um, come up with some ideas on one, where they want to go on vacations. I like that idea. That's a good idea. So um, following up on that, Sophie, let me ask you, what what makes you interested in recording this podcast with me? Well, first up, you asked... And secondly, ever since I was a little girl, you had raised me up to be a Disney nerd. I get it from you, and chances are I'm going to pass it on to my children. And this, I'm turning eight, I just turned 18 in June. Yeah, you are 18. (laughs) Sorry. I just turned 18 in June, and I plan on going out of state for college, so this is this is kind of like a final party to best all the other Disney parties we've ever had. This is a final project with you. And I don't know when it's going to end. It probably might never end until one of us dies, whatever. (laughs) So it's like, this is a project with my dad and I want to get involved with it, especially since it involves Disney, since the one thing that binds us together stronger than 
almost any other glue I can think of is our love for Disney. So I wanted to be a part of that with you. All right. And um, following up on that question with, um, do you have, or would you say, what would you say is your favorite prospect in making this podcast? Probably my favorite prospect is that one day I'll be traveling around with kids of my own and they will be ready and I'll be like, hey kids, take a look at something your grandpa and me made together when we were, when I was 18 and before you were even a thought in my mind or you were a thought in my mind clearly because I'm talking about you. But <laughs> I hear you. I know what so you mean, I want, Sophie. I want people that I love to listen to this because it can be pretty fun. It already is. Yes, it already <laughs> is because you're laughing. Well, yeah. And I mean, thinking about it, it's also, you know, if this works the way we hope it does, and if you do go off to school in Florida, then um, with the way we're recording this, it's also a means for us to stay connected while you're at school. That's true. That's you true. You know, so it's a good way to say, hey, are you doing your homework? And let's talk about Disney. Yes. Mainly the second one, but yes. Okay. So, by the way, Daddy, speaking of Disney, mm -hmm. what is your earliest and or favorite Disney memory? So, my earliest Disney memory and my favorite Disney memory are two separate things. Um, and I'm going to talk about both. My earliest Disney memory was from 1979 summer of 79 when my grandma and grandpa your your nana and poppy um took me and your mima and your aunt robin and we all went to disney and we went to the magic kingdom because in 1979 it was just the magic kingdom um and that was my first trip to disney and it was so cool because we drove for what seemed like forever on world drive just to get to where we parked and then you rode this futuristic monorail around um to where the magic kingdom was and it was like you were leaving florida and entering this whole nother world you know and um and then you get in and you go underneath the railroad bridge and when you do that you come out and you're staring at town square in Main Street, USA. And it's just like, like from the blink of an eye, you have left Florida. You've entered this magical world called Magic, the Magic Kingdom. And it's just so cool. It's just something that if you've never been to Disney before, it is not anything I can really describe. It's just something you have to experience. And when you experience it, you will be changed in some way because of that experience. Now, I'm guessing that, it's something even adults can enjoy, isn't it? Absolutely, because you know, it, it, a lot of people think Disney is just a, a kids thing, you know, but it's really not. I mean, look at us in October. We were at the Magic Kingdom. It was you being 18 and, and mommy and I, and then there was Aunt Sheila and Uncle Randy and Jagan, and Jagan is 16. So, um, and there we were dressed so up there like we were, Disney characters, 
dressed up like characters, but you know, we're not like one of us was six and seven, you know, it's not like that. Yeah. And we still had the best time. Mm-hmm. So um, now my favorite Disney memory, there's so many, but one of my favorite Disney memories is from our trip when you were a little girl and we went and we were in Morocco. I don't remember the year exactly, but we were in the Morocco land over at Epcot And we decided to explore it a little bit. And we came upon Princess Jasmine and the genie. And Mm -hmm. all week you'd been talking about Princess Jasmine this, Princess Jasmine that. And then to come upon them, there was no one waiting in line to see them. They were waiting. They were begging practically for people to come see them. And so we got to spend probably about 10 minutes just you talking with Princess Jasmine and you talking with Jeannie, which you really didn't give Jeannie the time of day. But but it was fun because we were able to to just – I was able to take picture after picture after picture. And you were – I have a picture of you whispering something to Princess Jasmine. And um, afterwards, we asked you, what were you whispering to her? And you were telling her that you were going to be getting a Princess Jasmine costume, just like the one that she had on. And and that was the only souvenir you wanted all week, and, and you got it. So And you wore that for days. You wore it to the <laughs> Crystal Palace, and you got hugs with Winnie the Pooh and Tigger and all them in your Princess Jasmine costume. And you wore it in the parks, and it seemed like you wore it forever. But that Probably. was... I probably couldn't have been more than six, could I? Uh, something like that. I don't remember exactly. But <laughs> that was one of my favorite Disney memories. That is a good one. I like that one, too. Yeah. So and going back to the podcast a little bit, do you have any plans in particular for the podcast that you'd like to share? Well, considering that we do plan on going to Disney in March... I, the first time recording this, I always thought to myself, hmm, we would probably be doing a few reviews about some of the rides in the Magic Kingdom, so I could just see myself walking around with a phone that had a recording app on it of some sort, and since you are old and you've already said so yourself, no offense that you probably won't be going on Splash Mountain, or do you want to go on Splash Mountain? Oh, I'm going on Splash Mountain. Well, either way, I want to record it. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe we'll use the GoPro for that. You're right. We probably might, because the GoPro does have good sound quality. But looking back on it now, it would probably get soaking wet if I tried to use a phone on that ride, or I would lose it. So chances are my biggest plan for it i do want to record a podcast while we're there because we want it to be a weekly thing mm-hmm. yes, so absolutely. chances are i might find myself if one of us wants to record in our hotel room the other one might go down and find a quiet place like somewhere in the lobby and we might skype and record our podcast there so i can just see myself like sitting in the lobby listening to all these people walking around me well there's that we could also just use our phones 
and record while we're at the parks, you know? Well, yeah. Chances just, are we might be recording from a bunch of different places. Yeah. So that's that's all technical side that I don't know if anyone wants to hear. But mm. but anyway, you know, it, it's it's one of the things that we're interested about, you know. This yeah. is a new medium for us, isn't it? So It is a very new medium, and I want to try almost every so angle I aspects, can get. Yeah, all these aspects are worth exploring. And to so. think that I'm not actually much of a technical person. <laughs> So, you talked about going to Disney in March. What part would you say you're looking forward to the most? Well, with Galaxy's Edge opening up not even like a year ago, it was sometime in 2019, mm-hmm. It's most people would expect me to say Galaxy's Edge, but actually the part I'm looking forward to the most is almost every other place in Hollywood Studios because sure I haven't gone to Galaxy's Edge yet but I have a friend that went to Disneyland for Christmas Disney World for Christmas and he got to see Galaxy's Edge and he kept me posted regularly so it's not that he spoiled it for me but it's that he spoiled it for me <laughs> <laughs> oh you think he spoiled it for you but I'll tell you right now seeing he a didn't. picture Seeing pictures and being there live are two totally different things. This and is, I just I just think that that's going to be a mind blower. This is true. Not to mention, but there have already been some very cute stories about stormtroopers interacting with park guests that I yep. really want to experience for myself. But me, as of right now, I can put that on the back burner. What I really want to do is I want to experience all the other things I have not seen yet. Because I only got to go to Toy Story Land for half a day. We only got to ride one ride while we were there. And I have not ridden the Slinky Dog Dash yet, and I really, really want to. Because it's like a classic amusement amusement park roller coaster, but it's at Disney, so that makes it like ten times better. And yeah. I want to see it. And there's also this other restaurant, and it's called Mama Melrose's. We're going there too, I think. Yeah, and we have reservations at Mama Melrose. Yes, please, because that sounds Italian, and my favorite thing is Italian. Yes, it is. Um, but what was the one ride you rode at Toy Story Land? Toy Story Land, it was, it was something like Mater's Junkyard Jamboree at Disneyland. <laughs> Only it was themed around the space aliens from Toy Story. You know, the ones that go, Ooh. Oh, yeah. Alien swirling saucer, right? Yes, that's it. That's it. Okay. Okay. Well, I haven't ridden any of those. Mommy and I haven't been to Toy Story Land. So mm. there's a lot we need to see at, Toy, at um, Hollywood Studios. There is but, a lot. Speaking and you know, of which. Spe- yeah, in, in an upcoming episode... We're going to be talking about what fast passes we want to make. Yes. That'll be on next week's episode, won't it? It will be. Speaking of Hollywood Studios, while my friend was there, he said that there was a New Year's light show at Galaxy's Edge, which makes me wonder, considering New Year's is such an amazing time to go to Disney, what is your favorite time to go to Disney, Mike? <laughs> you, can call, you can call me daddy It's okay I am, 
Mm-hmm. You may have, you may be my father, but we are on a podcast, and this must be professional. That's professional. It doesn't matter. <laughs> What's your anyway, favorite time to go to Disney? My favorite time to go to Disney is just about any time. You know, a lot of people like going in the fall because the crowds are lower and the temperatures aren't as hot, and um, it's decked out for Halloween and all that good stuff. And a lot of people like to go in winter um, or in November, December, because then it's decked out for Christmas and it's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. And we've been both of those times, you know. Um, but for me, I like going anytime we're going. And uh, if I had to pick a time, I guess I would say summer because we get to celebrate your birthday. And even though it's hot, and even though there's a ton of people there, it's summer vacation, and that's that's really what it's about. Um, Not to mention the pools are great. Yeah, but in this instance, we're going in March, and that's a time that none of us have ever been before. You're so, right. It's a time so that, when mommy's birthday is. It's mommy's birthday, and my birthday is in February, and mm-hmm. of course yours is in June. So we can celebrate all three of those. But technically, um, we can, technically, we can celebrate our birthdays up to six months before and six months after at Disney. That's right. You sure can. That's the rule. That's the Disney rule. That's the official so, rule. Yeah. So it'll be during spring break from college, but it'll give us an opportunity to just do what we need to and have fun. And it's going to be busy. You know, we're looking if you're if you're a touring plans person like I am. Just for people that might be wondering, spring break, you're looking at park crowds of 8, 9, and 10 out of 10. So it's going to be busy, and you're going to really want to make sure that you maximize your time there. Get there early. Um, do what you can. Don't be in such a hurry to to do all the different things and try to get everything done because it's going to be busy enough that you're just going to you'll drive yourself insane if you try and make Make do of every single thing you can possibly do. You got to take it a little bit easier when you're there on a spring break. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. So yeah. that's my favorite time is just about any time is a good time to go to Disney. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, Soph. Other than Disney, are there any other non-Disney plans that you have in mind for the podcast? Well, of course, after visiting Universal once back in October, we want to go again. At least I want to go again. I don't know about Mommy and Daddy, but I want to go again. And aside from Universal, when I think about it, Disney and Universal can get really expensive. I'm lucky to have gone to Disney as many times as I have. But maybe there are some things that are closer to you that are maybe less expensive that you want to know about. Maybe like with Bush Gardens, when I got back from Disney for my sweet 16, because I went to Disneyland for my sweet 16, I told my parents that when I got back, I wanted to go to Bush Gardens and they took me to Bush Gardens and it wasn't even half as long a trip to Florida as it was to Bush Gardens, and it's because it's a regional thing. It's kind of local, but it's right on the 
southern border of Virginia. And I think that there are a bunch of other places around us that are also worth taking a vacation to like Biltmore, even old Salem. It's not that far away from us because we live here in North Carolina, but there are a lot of our podcast you listeners Chances are, if they're listening, they are not 100% guaranteed to be in North Carolina. So I think it would be cool if we found a place near to them, something that they just if they just put their location down in the comments or whatnot, exactly. and we could just find places around that region for them to go to. Because yeah. chances are, some of them don't want to spend a week away from work and whatnot. They just want to spend a long weekend, like three days not that far away from their home but far enough away that it's considered a vacation sure sure so that's a good segue and just for people listening if you have some local regional spots that you want us to talk about just leave us a comment you know leave it in the show notes or leave it on the website um and just let us know what you're thinking you know because we can we can talk about it and and you know, and if it's something we've not, we don't have any experience with, maybe we'll bring in someone. Maybe we'll talk to you if you've been. Maybe, maybe we'll it'll talk be to an, someone. Maybe it'll be a good excuse for us to go there ourselves. Well, that's true too, but you know, there's all sorts of options there. So let's just see what see what happens. Now um, that wraps up this segment of our interview, and next we're going to talk about um, we're. A typical podcast show is going to focus on a segment like this, you know, maybe an interview, maybe not. Um, but we're also going to focus on Disney history. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to focus on a Disney character that we want to spotlight a little bit. So that'll be coming up later on in the show. But thanks, Sophie, for the interview. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you for the interview as well. Yeah. And so we'll then. talk again soon. Well then. With a special thanks to Mike for letting me interview him and for him to interview me, I think it's time that we move on from our interview to another section of the podcast, which will be known as This Day in Disney History. And it's a very special part. I personally am a very big fan of it, and I will be telling you all about what happened this day, today, sometime in Disney's past. And today, I like to start off, since it's the opening of the podcast, I'd like to start off with the opening of a very special newsletter in the Disney Studio called The Bulletin. Now, you might not have heard about this newsletter. It's actually quite secretive from outsiders, and you wouldn't find it on a Google search unless you knew it by its name. Even then, the results are pretty limited. Luckily, Mike and I were able to track down a particular excerpt from the first issue. It's called The Bulletin. On January 6, 1939, Disney first published the following for its studio employees to read. The Bulletin is as good a name as any, we thought. We assure that the matter was given due consideration, and many a two cents worth, or better, was put in. For instance, we might have called it the Studio Stooge. But after all, that casts reflection on our editorial prowess. Or we might have called it the Daily Quack, but it isn't daily. Or Mickey Mouse Organ, everything should have been harmonica under that setup. But we finally decided on Bolton. 
In honor of Ferdinand, it could be nicknamed... Or would that be wise? At any rate, we are having a cut made to go in the space, only it isn't finished yet. Maybe next time. Of course, it has more than that in the first issue. But since I can't find any more than this excerpt, no matter where I look, chances are they wish to keep the information of the Studio Badminton Club under wraps. Well, I'd better let Mike get on with his next portion before the Disney Spy League starts knocking on my door. Doodles! Hey everyone, this is Mike back with another segment for our opening podcast, the introduction podcast on On the Road with Mickey. You know, today has been a really interesting um, sort of recording segment. We've been having some fun with our interview. We've had our Disney information that we got from this day in Disney history, and I really appreciate that source. And we are now looking at a Disney character. You know, all these characters are coming from a gift that Sophie gave me for Christmas. It's called, it's a book called Disney Who's Who. An A to Z of Disney characters. And it's a really thick book. It's probably 400 pages if it's a, if it's 100. And, um, and today we're taking a look at a character that many of you may know, um, but you may not think of very often. It's from the movie 101 Dalmatians. And this character, um, despite the title of Dalmatians meaning dogs and all that, this character is not actually a dog. It's a cat. Does that give you a clue about who it is? Well, don't worry. If you don't know, I will tell you. The character I'm looking at is Sergeant Tibbs. Sergeant Tibbs takes his orders from the colonel. And this is a quote from the book. He does as the colonel tells him. Quickly and without question. Like his commander, Tibbs is brave and resourceful. Although the colonel goes with him to investigate Cruella's mansion, it is Tibbs who actually goes inside and sneaks the puppies out. In spite of this bravery, Tibbs is easily startled. He has also shown he has also shown a dislike for haunted places. So I'm guessing, based on that last sentence, that the Haunted Mansion would not be a place you could find Sergeant Tibbs. Now, where would you find Sergeant Tibbs? If you're at the Magic Kingdom right now, where do you think you might find him? I have a good idea. Um, it's not far from the Haunted Mansion, but it's a miles away for him. Perhaps you could find him at the Columbia Harbor House, trying to get some fish and chips. I'll bet you fish and chips would be right up Sergeant Tibbs's alley. Well, that's all I've got for now. So let me know what you think. Is that a, is that a good character to choose? Or should I have chosen someone else? Let me know in the comments. And thanks for stopping by. Well, everyone, that just about does it. Thanks for joining us on this week's adventure. And if we didn't scare you off, Join us next week as we talk about our upcoming trip and the Fast Pass selections we want to make. Before you go, a little reminder that this week's episode of On the Road with Mickey is sponsored by Pixie Vacations with your own host, Mike Ellis. That's right, everybody. 
If you have anywhere you want to go, you can easily get in contact with us via our website or even just leave in a comment. On top of that, tech support for this podcast comes from Tech Solutions North Carolina. That's all for this week. Thanks again for hopping in the cart and going on the road with Mickey. Happy traveling.